So check the emails for next Sunday, and we certainly hope to have one either way before Yom Kippur. And uh, next month of Shabbos, we'll have the mini Divi Haseris before Slichas at around 12.30. Hopefully this service will be large. The mini part is that it's only a 20-minute slot. So we don't want to downplay the need for the Haseris. If you go to Paragid Gimel Pasuk Zion, which we were in the middle of discussing, so the Malach, who they don't know yet or are not convinced yet, is a Malach, gives Eishas Manayach very strict instructions. She's telling it over to her husband, and Manayach himself will ask to hear it again to be able to get all the details, which in Shemayim they agree with. All is covered and the training of what the parents have to do, even though most of it is on her, but he has to make sure as well that everything in the house is kosher according to these new regulations. Strong wine. was the original instructions. Unfortunately, it actually will not be we know the Naziris will be violated beforehand, so this prat is not part of a Navu, it's part of the instructions of what it should be. We were discussing al Tahli Kaltuma, we saw Machlekas and Mafarshim. Does it mean, as Rashi says, Varam Ha'asurim Linazir? Doesn't mean Tuma in the regular sense, it means things that are Asur. And al Tahli means besides drinking wine. You can't eat chatzanim, zagim, uh, dipping your challah in vinegar, anything that has the achila format. And then the other possibility is you have to be eating what we call chulin b'tayra, which is a chumrah that many people kept throughout the deris. Interestingly enough, even after the chorban, we find it in the Gemara. And it's a bit of a chiddish, but we know that it is so in terms of a chumr. You can't pick your own chumrs and say, for the next hour we're going to lift the shtenders and that's going to be our new chumr. Ah, it doesn't say that anywhere. It's a chumr. That's uh, obviously ridiculous. You can't make up your own dinim. There has to be either a machlekes to yubay machmer for a shita, or there has to be a madrega within something. And that second category is pretty large depending on what you're holding. And this is an example. On the side of the Radak brings it that it means making sure you stay away from tuma and eating uh, food that wasn't touched and cool and batayra, basically. They're not kainim. Truma has to be eaten batayra. They're not kainim. Kachim has to be eaten batayra. Not eating kachim. So what is, before we get to Aisha's Benaya, what is eating chul and batayra? What's the maila? You go alila regal as a regular civilian, regular Yisrael. So you have to have extra kadusha and tayra because you're going into the mikdash. If you're living in B'nai Brak and you're not going Alila Regal, what's the Maila? So without Mekaris, we wouldn't have necessarily said there was a Maila. But there is. question is for who and when. Not for now. We're not used to it. And one of the great Mailas of having plastic and paper plates, and they're getting nicer, is because lots of love we will need many, many sets of dishes 
Milchik's Fleshik's Parv, if you have it now. Pesach Milchik's Fleshik's Parv. Truma Milchik's Fleshik's Parv. Kachim. Chulam Batayra. Different madregas and different family members might be holding in different madregas. So if you're in your house, the whole, everything's got to be set up for Truma because you're eating a lot of it. Probably in my house also come to think of it, depending on what they're handing around. But the average Yisrael, why? What, what for? The answer is if, if anybody's Muzer and Tuma and Kainim certainly are, and the Zerim are, except for Zer Shimshin, we're going to get to that in a moment. So then there must be some Milo of keeping away from Tuma. So even if you're not Muzer, that's where the Hashkafa comes from. Otherwise, you can't stomp, pick. You're not going to do something because of a churma. There has to be a chalais of extra kedusha. There has to be some maila. So there is a maila because you see that some people are muzer. When some people are restricted from something, there must be a maila. It doesn't mean we apply that all the time, barring uh, some inyanim, some akaris al We don't find the Israelim being machmer not to marry an almana. So, chaygadol, not to marry a grusha, akayin. So, we don't take that and cut and paste it and apply it. So you have to know and you have to know what you're holding. You've got to be very careful. So the dinim, the chumras, and then there are, Paul is even a chumra, but there were yidin who did this, this concept of eating chulam b'tayra. So the badak sounds like he's saying that she was muzer to eat chulam b'tayra, and the chiddush over here would be that Shimshin himself is an azir Shimshin. And he doesn't have to keep tuma. He can kill people. As a matter of fact, that's his job, to get rid of the enemy. So she is a chumrah, she's not a nazir, a nazira, and she used to give a chumrah that he's not even going to have. That's the, that's the chiddush over here. So why? The answer is, same reason why somebody eats chulam b'tayra. It adds extra kedusha. so while he's in formation, and the uber is forming, we want extra kedusha and extra siatashmaya. And that's the pshat. Rashi says that's not what's going on over here, and it's dvarma srum l'nazir. But just to explain the radak, yeah. Plastic is not makabal tumah. That's the godless. No, no, that's why I mentioned it. Buy, buy your, buy your stocks in your plastic companies. They're going up. Uh, what? It's throwaway, and the same reason why we try not to make kiddush and use the plastic as a becher because it might not have a shame kli. Doesn't have a shame kli. Plastic is, uh, that's that, no doubt, that's why it's invented. And you'll say it's not Shabbos Dick and Yantav Dick. We, have, we especially keep Shabbos Yantav. That's why they have these very nice ones that look, you pay a little extra and they're taka very nice. You want to use China Lust of Love, go right, money's not going to be an issue. It's just that uh, I'm not even saying doing the dishes is going to be an issue. But, hello, Deverhu, we have a whole line of Talim that are nice. Yeah. No, it's absolutely not. We pass it. It's not yet today. I'm, I'm not saying in theory. Uh, we, I, we use this cooler today in other areas of Tumah Vatayra that I, I deal with this every day. It's not, plastic is not my Kabbal Tumah, period. Is That's why we pass it. <laughs> not, uh, yeah. Is it because it's not a clear, it's the same stone? It has no... No, no, no. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not a clear throwaway. Anything disposable is... Uh, and, if, and if you talk, uh, if they're so nice you don't throw them out, then <laughs> you haven't gained much in, in that department of the uh, header of the disposable, which is why I have these nice silver ones, which are not silver, they're plastic for the Becher. That's a Mila over if you're not throwing it out. If you're throwing it out, there's still a Mila of Hidder Mitzvah, but that's Ramesh's whole Dian and whether it has a shame Kli, and certainly a Mila to use a, a glass 
if not a becher, it's real silver, over a plastic thing that looks metallic and looks uh, silver. But if it's not a kli, then it's not makabal tumor. Just some forward-looking, Mr. Shem will be very no soon. So then you can don. Is it Shabbos Dek, Yantav Dek, and we'll have uh, many people who want to help us out and want to be part of it, and uh, no problem having nine sets of dishes and 12 sets of dishes. Yeah? We say that the Eden Kikum is not really shy for the, the kind situation that the world is just mm-hmm. because you don't see that out on Anusha. Mm-hmm. But it's more that the only reason on the right under the Eden Kikum is supposed to eat is just to keep our body going to serve the Shabbos. So Kikum and Tairo is just not. When you put in anything that's dark, you can make a chilek because you're eating, you're ingesting something. I, that's why I mentioned by, even by the Grusha and Amana, there are makaris that on some level of Kedusha, obviously. That's why the higher you go, there's a restriction. So, well, we have anything to do with the situation where you can kill Right. And the other thing is doing your job, killing people. So you could say that the reason for things that because what you mentioned last week is that uh, Nazir Shimshin is in many ways more machmer than another Elam. He can't even be Makel Batari, he can't cut his hair. And by Tuma, we're Makel, probably because it's circumstantial. Nafkamina B, was there any union not to become Tami in between? He had long Tukufas, as we will see, between killing Plishtim. So was he machmer? That's possible. He was, but that's no worse than a regular Yid. Who would be machmer? He wants to go to Shiloh. He wants to go. See, he generally kept the tyrus dates. I don't have an issue. I'm just playing the redact. Rashi avoids this because he holds not the pshat. Because there is no iser for her because she's not a in a base client even be machmer around the truma. And her son is a special type of nazir. So that that's the first thing I'll mention. One other prat, which is nagei, is a famous mangan of rum, which is extremely nagei today. I'll explain why in a moment. Uh, that an aishas kain. She could have been a regular Yisraelis or a Bas Kayan or a Bas Levi. Doesn't make a difference. She's married to a Kayan now. She's expecting a baby. So the says that she should have been careful not to go to a base Kfaris or into a hospital where it's not necessary, where it's not be called Nefoshis, because if she's carrying a male, there is an Isser to be Matame, even a cotton. And the Magadram is assuming he's quoting a Rokeach. Okay, I was assuming even this is not a cotton, this is an Uber. Similar idea, and therefore she shouldn't bring him to a state of tumor. So the reason it's mutter, okay, says this, the reason it's mutter is because of Sfek Sveka, Safik Zacher, Safik Nekeva, and into Islam it's a Zacher, Safik Nefer, Rachmar Lassam, which is rare, but enough to tip it over the 50%. So you have a Sfek Sveka. The first thing is, right away, anybody learned this Mangan of Ram, noticed already decades ago that one thing's for sure, you should advise, which I do. It sounds like a funny thing. A lady's expected to call me about a different Shaila. I happen to know she's an Aishas Kayan. I know a few Aishas Kayans. So first thing I tell them is, whatever you do, either don't get an ultrasound or don't ask for the gender of the baby, which in a sound bite, if you don't know the sugya, sounds strange. So usually they think it's because we're not supposed to find out because there's a Gemara, it says there are things that are in Yadua. I said, no, that's not an Isser. It's just that if they tell you it's a boy, most of the time they're right. I know one guy who was very upset, he prepared Bistur for nothing. I said, it's not Bistur Terry. Ended up being a girl. I said, you can save it for next time. It's not a big deal. That was his big worry. He overlearned the sugya. <laughs> so... It happens, but they're, they're usually correct. As a matter of fact, the more correct 
if they see it's a boy, if it's a girl, they could have missed something, and um, usually correct. So there goes your sex fake So why start up with this whole sugya? Then you can't go anywhere. Not the end of the so you don't go to the Levaya, and they don't go into the hospital, but it's a bit of a tircha, and you can't rely on the sex fake if you don't have a sex fake That's actually very nogea since the advent of uh, imaging where you could find out. So we tell them, don't find out, and you're not burying your head in the sand, you're not to go find out. And if the nurse or technician blurts it out, which often happens, then you tell them, you just ruined my specs fake, I'm not paying the copay, or something like that. And then they get into a whole interior, whether or not uh, that has anything to do with the copay, I'm not saying, you pay your copay, it's not worth uh, to pay out. But that is a, that is a shayla. So I'll get there in one second. So the Magadavram himself asks, a very basic question I get to our sugi over here. Why do you need a sex faker? The Kach says it would have been a problem. It's not a problem because the sex faker is he could be makel. It's tumah balua. The Gemara has a concept when something is inside something. The Gemara talks about somebody swallowed a ring. The ring is inside the body. And they're in a base kvaris. It's tumah balua. It's not base astarim. It's balua. It's mamish swallowed up. Tumah balua is not makabal tumah. So what's the problem? So, Uchsam Sefer, sound familiar from Shabbos afternoon, Uchsam Sefer says, well, it depends. If you hold Uber how we pass him. So then it's not Tumah Balua, it's not like he swallowed a ring. A ring is a foreign object. It's the baby of Uber Yerachim, it's part of the mother. The mother becomes Tumah, he's in a basic forest, so the kid becomes Tumah. It's not a Tumah Balua. So now we understand why you need a Svek Sveka. What is she carrying? Svek Zalcha, Svek in the Keva, and Svek Nefel. Sure it is. The Tumah is outside, but the thing getting Tumah is inside. That's Tumalu. No, that's the case of the Gemara. You swallow the ring, go into base Kvaris, the ring is tar. Yeah, so the baby's tar. You're, so you're saying the Sam Sefer, Ubi Yerachimu. But you don't hold me, Yerachimu. With the Ran, with the whole Apollos Uber Sugya, it's a big Machlekes, how we pass him. See, he, so Sam Sefer suggests that it should be told in Ubi Yerachimu. Others suggest that if you're going with this Prat in the Radak, it might be that you're going to a Mokam Tuma, maybe this whole thing's not us anyway. So we're talking about Madragas. So maybe it's not good to be in a Mokam Tuma. And I'll, I'll tell you why I think that might be shot in the Radak. Because they still have a kasha. This uh, kasha, the Mokavam Esen of why do you need this Tuma's Balua? So Rabbi Hanan and others say a fascinating shot that there's an Isra to be Matami Akayan, even a cotton, even an Uber. And even in an ifen where the, t- the kain won't become tame yet. Meaning, in this case, if you don't hold ubi yachimah, it should be tumah and, and the, the uber won't become tame. But is a separate issue to bring a kain to a mokom where there's tumah outside, even though technically not getting tame. And they bring a raya from the din by a geisis, a kain can't walk into the womb of a geisis. Shouldn't be in the hospital in, that, in the ICU, but... That's where, that's where this takes place. Even if he's there, it's because of fascist, the, the close enough relative, they have to see him, he has to be there. But the less time you spend, even though he's alive, if you don't have to be there for the next hour or two, whatever it is, what's the problem? The geysis is kachai, l'chol dvarm. If you end the geysis' life one minute earlier, it's sayach. He's alive. But there's, Bechana describes it, there's kamat almost tumma in the room because it's a mokom of Nisa to be. So they use this over here in the base Kferis. You're in a Mokham Tumah, even though technically it's Tumah's Balua and it didn't get in, it does make a difference. Yes, you were... Yeah, 
Yeah, so, so that's the... Uh, yeah, so that's because of that machlekes. So there are certain halakot just on that, but they're fascinated by this Magravam. Magravam is the one who asked it first, and everybody afterwards is commenting. Lamaisa, for our purposes, it's possible that even though there's no Isser and there's no Din, and uh, he won't have a Din later on because it's another Shimshin, by definition, there's still a concept of creating extra Kedusha with something that's not Usser, but you need to know which Sugya that applies in because you can't just make up your own Kumbras. That's the point over here. Yeah. Yeah, um, Tumas Maga, yes, Tumas Masa, yes, Tumas Ayol is a Machlekes. So we try, the Machaber himself brings down Bolshitas, and we tell the Kayim to try to avoid it. And Machaber himself, sometimes the Stam the Yishemrim, and the Stam is that, let's say something's Mutalak. In this case, Machaber won't suggest to be Machmel with the Yishemrim, but here he does. Here he says you should be Cheshul Chatrila, not go into a museum where they have skeletons, and not go into a Mokom where you know it's, it's not good to the Civil War. Uh, section uh, right by the corner of uh, Maple and uh, Boxwood, somewhere near there, near Base Magic on the old entrance. And um, I know somebody who was there in the 50s, and he was learning there wasn't a, that large yeshiva then, and he was a Kayan. And the front door, that trees, Muncie, big trees. And the front door had a path going in, and the trees, the other part of that tree was by that cemetery, which is still there. And let's not of their going there. People fought in the Civil War. I mean, it was not but look at the names. They're uh, That's the Shiloh. Tumas Ayol, brought by the tree. So you wouldn't understand the answer that Rashiva gave him if you didn't know the Sugya. But he told them, if you really feel this is the only Makam you're steiging, you could stay. Otherwise, go to Rav Aaron. So he told them <laughs> in one line. That's the whole Sugya in a nutshell. Machab says, but uh, you don't have to kill your learning for it and change your whole lifestyle. So that's the choice he gave him, which is a fascinating insight. If you want to go see it after Shear on your way home, you can uh, go by and see where the old, uh, uh, you see where the cemetery is and the old entrance. The building is, is deeper into the property, but that's, that's where it was. Lamaisa, what was that? Why don't you just get rid of the whole tree? Uh, this is, uh, the, Jew, the Jews in Muncie weren't that powerful yet. Uh, <laughs> there are a lot of trees there. And that's historical. Yeah, that's government protected. That's historic cemetery. In there. Yeah, that's like, it's really from the Civil War. You look at things there. They had, um, had some very uh, famous battles here in this uh, part of the, from the Revolutionary War. This is a famous, Baruch Hashem, all the battles are over. We're able to sit and learn with, uh, with comfort. Let's go back to the Pasuk. Ches. Hashem Be... He wants to hear it straight and go over the details because it is complex. And as what we've seen in the last couple of weeks, Itaka is complicated. And it's a Kiddush. He knows Hochus Naziris. And there is no such thing as a Nazir Shimshin. And then if you add it to what we just discussed in the Radak about he can be Matame, but he can't take a haircut and he can't drink wine. So he's trying to figure out. So his Eishas Chayil has a mixture of dinim over here, and as we just discussed, jury's out exactly what this means. It's a little bit of a stira. Her dinim, again, to summarize, breaks up the three categories. She can't eat anything with dipped in wine or grapes or the like. She can't drink wine. That's going into her system. You asked about ingesting it. 
that's going into her system. She could take a haircut. Yes. Why? I mean, machmer, take a haircut. He, he can't take a haircut at all. He can't. They make up a tire once a year. So that we don't say, because that's a dovrim and a chutz. That doesn't affect the Uber. Take a haircut. So that's the category on the other side. And the middle is, is Rani Maila not ingesting Tuma, even though he's not Muslim in Tuma. That's this debate. So you put all that in a pasuk. it's no wonder why Menayach wants to hear this again and go over it. So it's not a, not a kasha why he asked. Yeah. You would think. You would think that it was a really, you're tiny, but you're, you're being too machmir in terms of the din wasn't so. You're tiny, really, was also, like an Azorah. But circumstantially, it's the But that, yeah, that, that wasn't, uh, the Gemara understands it to mean that it's Hutra, not the that he had no Isser. You could debate. The Gemara Havamina, that it should be also because the Gemara at the beginning of the Sukkot doesn't even know there's a separate din called an Azorah Shimshin. The Gemara says, maybe he just knocked him out. Made him to Gaisim and then walked away and didn't. But Lamaskana, the Gemara feels, Lamaisa, that he actually killed them and he was pretty close contact. He's using uh, jaw bones and the like. And he killed them and that wasn't just a Chuya. That was a, it's a good Havim, you know, we assume that. But the Maskana is that he doesn't, another Shimshin doesn't have that, uh, that is of a claw. Yeah. Yeah, so he doesn't know who he's... He doesn't know he's talking to a mama. That's why... He's like, Kim, he's a holy man. No, it's Kaidesh, he's a Navi, he's at least a Navi. Yeah. He's talking to at least a Navi. They have Shoshas already, it might be a Malach. Still not a Kodesh Baruch but... Ishala Kim fits. No, it is. No, no, it's Kaidish. It's, it's Ishala Kim. The first one, no, the first one loved up. Yeah, yeah, because that's just. I understand. Because there was a, was a suffix. He already had a suffix. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this, I mean, the first one could be diving to Hashem. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that could be also. Yeah. yeah. But we have that problem every time when Abhavin is talking about him, you also have the thing. But yeah, that, that easily fits in. Yeah, yeah. But again, he, he himself was Mesopic, though. He himself, even Ishal Kim, could mean a Navi, could mean, uh, could mean a Malach. But, uh, but yeah, it's a Tefillah to Hashem. He knows for sure that Sadi's a Navi, not a Malach. He knows who is sending the Navi. It's a Kosh Baruch Hu. So that's, that's fine, the, the regular Tefillah. So he wants to hear it again and go over it, and uh, he will get that. Pasik Tetz Vishmael Akim, Mikol Manayach. Again, that uh, shows you as a Tvila, Vayava Malach, Akim, Oidel, Isha, Vihia, Shevis, Besada. To give cover to her, she was such a Sadekis. So the second time it happens the same way that he's not there and she gets it, and the true Aisha Schayel that she is, she quickly runs to include her husband. And. Um, He's not there, and the Pasuk uh, puts an accent on that. Manoach isha ain't ima. Tameher isha v'taretz v'tagid li isha v'tameh elav in enire elai ha'ish asher ba v'yam elai. Again, they're still working with the assumption that he is a Navi. Navi, they haven't seen the likes of which before, but quite possibly still a Navi. 
The Gemara is a whole tumult here. This is the one criticism of Manayat that you find, and even this, the Maskana falls away from this criticism, and that is that means he walked after his wife. They're married. What's the problem? The Gemara says the highest level of Sneas is not even to do that, even though they're married, and the relative Amaratsis to do such a thing which the Gemara holds it is, but the Maskana is, as Rashi brings down, it doesn't mean literally achare ishtoi, it means achar atzasa. Since following her lead still shows her godless and her edge perhaps in the Madrega because the Malach keeps appearing to her, not to him, to show that. But it's not the Maskana criticism of him. It's Anivas, he's going after Eitza, that she's the one saying, we have a meeting, the Malach just came, please come with me over here, and giving over the instructions in the first place. Now he's going to sort of hear it directly, but even now, not in great detail, because when he asks again, the Misa I heard, and the instructions I heard, can we discuss it? And the Malach is just going to say, whatever I told your Eishas Chayel, those are the instructions. So he still doesn't get a full chazar of all the lambda shashaylas with the Tuma and the Taira. Still has to follow what it is, and that's fine. Rashi says, Achar Sasa is her Anivas. Yes? So you see, interestingly enough, you still don't walk right behind. That's the point of it. And that point is Lamaskana. The Shaila is, was that the problem here? And Lamaskana Rashi brings down, no, it just means Achar so it's not a criticism of him. And we know from the other Makaris he started with a few months ago, he was an Adam Gadomai. The fact that she might have been greater in certain areas is not really uh, relevant, to, doesn't take away from his godless. Yeah. We're missing more than a few. Yeah. That's, sim- that's implicit. implicit. Yeah, she understood probably the first time, and certainly now. But she knew about the tefillah. She wasn't shocked. She wasn't shocked to see the malach, and she understood. That's why the malach came back, because her husband was so great. He made a tefillah. Most people I know and you know can't make a tefillah in Esekosh Baruch Hu to see a malach, not once, not the second time. Uh, and again, they didn't know it was a malach. They're going to faint when they find a malach, but a navi is the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it's a Navi, it's a lot to ask, but they knew they were holding. That, that part was not, uh, certainly not out of bounds, and it was, it was a proper request, and it was understood. Are you the person that I heard about yesterday that gave these unusual instructions? So, he says, it's, uh, we have full, almost like he's uh, solidifying, we don't doubt the words of another, even though, as we explained two weeks ago, it's not another musuk yet, but they understood there's something special here, and there was no downside in following him, he just wanted to go over the instructions. That's a... It's an introduction. It's not going to be that detailed. He's going to mention in Yudalid some of the uh, overview, but by far not all the details. So that's a pretty good chazar 
what we had before was Manayach now completely understanding this Chiddush uh, Nifla. I'm not sure he didn't get Lamaisa anything out of this Pasuk doesn't add to what she said. And the Chakiras we spoke out, which are probably 1% of the Chakiras you could talk about in the Sugi of Nazir Shimshin, we don't know, like you asked, are the details missing? We don't know if there was a Tereshavah pad that was said over, but it sounds, let me first take it this way, that he was trying to instill in Manoyach that your wife is a Heligat Sadekis, and therefore she got the instruction, she understands what to do, and don't worry about it, and this was the general idea, but she has everything, uh, so to speak, down pat, and it's going to be fine. Can we invite you in for a dinner? And Rashi makes that clear. That means they are more sure than the other possibility that he's human, and if he's a Navi, as great as he is, He's human, and the proper thing is somebody brings up a sewer like this, you invite him for dinner, and um, we're going to um, bring a Gdizim, and if obviously he's human, they will share it and have a Suda. Now, I'm sure he said this in the most proper diplomatic way possible. He was trying to stop being Maramis, that I'm not human. And he was invited for dinner, and he told Manayach, even if I, quote-unquote, come into your house, I'm not going to eat anything. So he wasn't insinuating that I don't trust the kashras, obviously, he was trying to get the point across that I don't eat and trying to break it sort of slowly. That's going to become very obvious very soon. And he says, if you want to bring an oila, then um, that has nothing to do with me. And you'll see that how it, uh, how it works out that uh, I'm going to sort of disappear as it happens. Yes? They didn't. They looked like they were eating. The Midrashim, he could have, if I cared. They may arrive from there that, uh, I don't want to use the expression when in Rome do as the Romans do, because you should not do as the Romans do. Uh, but um, the expression rings, uh, rings uh, more familiar to us. So they, it's proper to not be perish from the Minigolim if you're not doing anything wrong, and the Minigolim on earth is to eat. So they join. The reason he didn't say that over here is because he wants to let them know that he's a malach. Last week and two weeks ago, we were discussing the fact he's not a Navi Muchsuk. So how do you trust him? They never saw him before. And he's telling them, Chedushim Neflaim in the Sogiv Nazir, they go against the regular din. So what we answer thus far is that there's no real downside. And Hara Shah, do you need a Navi Muchsuk for? is like Leo and Har Carmel, bringing Shkutichutz, or any other Aveira that's being done, you need a Navi Muchsuk over here. So he's a Nazir. Nothing bad about that. So he's another Shimshin, but it's bad if he's Matame and he's not allowed to. So you can be Makabal. This we were working on two weeks ago. You can Makabal what you want, which is still a Chiddush. Because if you say you're a Nazir and you're a Nazir, you're a Nazir, you're a Nazir you can't stop making up your own rules. And Kamash Malan, here you can. So 
it's important for them to realize at some point that he's a malach. That's where I'm going with this. Because there might be sfekas later on if he's a regular navi as great as he looked, as special as he looked. How do we have a right to follow him with all this chidushim and halacha? Kamash Malan, he was a navi and he's going to go up and smoke literally and he's a malach and, and we're going to prove that and therefore we basically hold that it was a mixus nevuah being given directly to them, not through a navi, not through a human navi. That's why it's important. That's why he didn't sit down and eat tongue. I think that's the... Yeah, so that's the, that's the built-in issue, and that was part of the Harash and that's a downside. So that wouldn't have been a kasha before, as he's giving them the regular instructions, perhaps, based on whichever terrorist you hold of. Now it's, um, it's, it's interesting that they would, they would... What? No, not during... Uh, not yet, not the Sheila was standing. Sheila was around. So, had they, so that's still going to be a bit of a problem because they're going to find out in a minute that he's a malach. But why'd they do it ahead of time? So perhaps in Tasa Illa Hashem Ta'alena is the remez that I'm giving you this harashah and then they started realizing during this conversation that he was a malach and this is a nevua and then it's mutter and a similar thing happened with Gidon. So, so we have precedent for that. But that, that is a Kiddush. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some say it's a great chinuch lesson that uh, that both parents. Yeah, then he would have added something. Yes. Because also the pasuk before by her it says. I don't know if this exactly, but Yeah, yeah. Now some make that deal. Now to be agrees to that, but that would then at least a chiddush din was added at those like, what's my role? What do I do here? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's, that's definitely a possibility. Not everybody brings that down, but that's a, uh, that's a possibility. So they're bringing this Ayla, uh, and again, the Pasuk emphasizes they still weren't sure, which just begs the question, so how do they have the Harosha first? You send us a message, we should know that it's you to be able to listen and there might be further instructions. Look at Rashi Yitzayin. So we have to know who's sending the message, just some Marma Kemis. And we will be sure to follow those directions, but we have to know that it's from the right source. So the Malach is the famous answer that a Malach will give. Because unless you're a Malach with a known name, Michal Gavriel. We have a list, and the list is not very long. Everybody else is permission, per shlichus, and the name would be describing that shlichus, which means it always changes, and therefore I can't give the name because the next time I send the message, if there is a next time, it wouldn't be the same name anyway, which is what basically the Malach answers in Yudches. Hashem, Lama Peli. Peli is... Hidden Rashi says, and we don't know, and I don't know what my next shlichus is. Remember, I mentioned the Sephorno by Yaakovina. Yaakovina, the same question. It's a valid question. Yaakovina wanted to know, what Avera did I do that I was attacked? And I had to wrestle all night, and I got injured, and I almost got killed. So they wanted to know what the mahus of this trigger was that I have to be masaking. And this is unusual. The Malach 
to answer over here who Peli is not going to answer the question because he doesn't want to know what your name is later. I want to know what I have to be Masaka now, why I was attacked now. And the answer was still, it's a Peli. And the reason is because the Forno explains you didn't do anything wrong. This was not triggered by an Avera. This was the Maisel Avesim Labanim that you should fight the Sasha Lezev and you should win as a Maisel Avesim Labanim to give Kleisel the Kayach to win later on. That's a very different message. Yaakovina was quite relieved to hear that that it wasn't anything he did, and it was also to give them the Hatzlacha later on. So that was a different reason it was Peli over here. He's a Malach sent for this job, and it's irrelevant that he's not coming back to have all the instructions they need. Actually, I should contain that. They, you would think they had the instructions they need. Apparently, they didn't have the whole story, because the first thing we're going to see, his first mission of asking to take... A, a Gaita and marry her, they're absolutely in the dark. Why are you doing this? So you would think after all our introductions, but we have the introduction of 2020 hindsight, because we know the plan. With all the communications over here, they still didn't think the first thing he did and the second and third fit in. That's the Pella. They weren't sure, why are you doing this? They knew he was special, it was a special job. They, they had no clue that this was part of the program. But the, but the Malach is not coming back and telling them. What? And that's not so push it. The Pusik seems to say not so. We didn't get to the Pusik yet. We just spoke it out. But we will probably get there in the next year. Yes? Do we know why Hashem sometimes sends a message through a Navi or a Malach? Navi is more... Over here, it comes out, the Malach, because there was an element of Arash on the instructions and element of Arash on how he's going to prove when he's bringing this Shkutechutz... Uh, if there's no other Mahalach, and it's a higher level, clearly, and nothing wrong, we wouldn't have been shocked had it been a Navi, but this is the future, it's the next Shaifit. That's why I keep comparing it to Gidon. Gidon had the same thing, he visited by Mahalach, and he was not ready for Navua. He got that to his godless of fighting against his family, he was given that gift. He was not ready for that, and most people don't get that. So it's a higher Madrega, and it's a tremendous gift. Over here, it was needed because everything is so unusual. I think they would think twice and three times had it been a regular Navi. <laughs> Certainly not a Navi Musuk. And even after all this, they're going to think twice and three times because they're not going to understand what's going on with all this. Yeah? You would think. I, I think. It's a Kiddush. But you had, go back, uh, it's on the system, go back uh, about a year to Giddim. We had the same issue. Giddim is sort of like running tests and doing things and bringing things. and end up being Harosha. And uh, yes, especially when it's clear in the Pusik that it wasn't decided in their mind exactly who he was, although they had Sveikas. But yeah, it is a Kiddush. So he brings it now, the... Um, End of it is going to convince them. And he's doing nisim in the flows, whatever they were, as this is going on. So you might wonder, why didn't that solidify the whole story that, yeah, he's definitely a malach? It's clear they still weren't sure. He could be a navi who has... Kaychus is doing fascinating things, not with Kishav, obviously, with the Kaychatayra. So perhaps to your question, to answer why this is okay, even though it came a little bit after Amaisa, why it's okay, because I'm obviously now in Avi Muchzik, you see all the things I'm doing in all the Nisim. 
you have to do that normally three times, tell the future, so this is not the regular following of the rules and regulations of proving that you're a Navi Musuk. Now the smoke is going up, going up to Shemayim, big pillar of smoke. And they see the Malach is right there next to the smoke, all of a sudden the smoke's going up, and he's gone, and he goes up in smoke, and that took away the last vestige of any suffix, whether or not he was a Malach or a person, and directly the Yiplo Paneim Artsa, they did Hishtachava very quickly, and the only last possible Havamina is that he's doing so many tricks, maybe he disappeared in the smoke, he's going to come right back, and he's still human, perhaps, but the next Pasuk deals with that. Now there's nothing to discuss. He went up and smoked, didn't come back, and humans uh, don't do that, and therefore he was a Malach, at that point, I'll get to the question in a minute. Now he's very frightened. They were startled when they did a shtachava very quickly when they never saw anything quite like this. Now he's deathly afraid. Comes from Yerushalayim. Nobody that they knew saw a malach and survived. And they're afraid that they weren't worthy. So she says something which is very mistaber. He also could have thought of this, and he thought of this sad, but she, as great as he was, sounds like she had an edge in understanding what was transpiring over here. And she said, it's also very, very frightening. She was made to that, but if Hashem wanted us to be killed, he wouldn't have told us these messages, given us these nevuas and these instructions, and showed us all these mevsim and accepted our carbon. And Rashi says, The Basuri is going to have a child. That's to be alive for that. And we have instructions how to raise him. And what are you supposed to do? So obviously we're going to survive. And I think this last exchange is very important. It shows the Yerushalayim of both of them. It shows the extreme intelligence of Madrega of Eshes Manoyach, being able to calm everybody down. But we're looking at Manoyach, says, what's his have? I mean, of course he's going to survive. So we're looking through the lens of 2020 hindsight, knowing the whole story that, yes, they will survive and have Shemshin and be around for a while. You hear people talking like this throughout the year and throughout their life, is that they're faced with certain Nisianists, and they think it comes from the Yitzhahara trying to have us in a state of uh, desperation in Yish, that it's not going to work, and we're not going to survive physically, or we're not going to pass, and we're not going to get through it. We have to keep reminding ourselves, and in Yom Naram it's especially true, the balance of recognizing Averas and Vidoy and feeling bad and doing tshuva and resolve not to do it again versus giving up when you feel overwhelmed. And there's a very delicate balance between the two. So here they're giving an, a, a tremendous opportunity and a sign of the talking to Yishev Lakim. Now they really is a malach and that most people wouldn't survive. Gidon does and they will. But she tells Manayach, by definition, an Isayan in life is only something you can pass. If you can't pass, it's not an Isayan. You have to internalize that. 
So there's a level of comfort in that because if you really can't pass, if that's the reality, you have nothing to worry about. Then your Nisayim might be how not to pass but be able to handle it that it doesn't cause another problem. There are still aspects in the Nisayim you can pass. On the other hand, you can't pat yourself on the back and say, well, I, I lost that one, but I probably couldn't pass it anyway. No, maybe you could have, and you gave me the eight to her. So you've got to be real, you've got to be honest, but Yish is never in order, because if Hashem is giving us this opportunity, and it's an Isayan, and we have a lot of work to do, and we've got to be extra careful and extra Kedusha, living in a higher Madrega, but Hashem asks us to do this, obviously he feels we're qualified. He's not trying to have us die through the process. And if it's Rahman in the Middle Ages, and they're in a matzah of Yaharvayavar, and the Crusaders are in town, and the Nisayan is whether they're going to die or Hashem, so that is the Nisayan. So that's the rare case, which we don't look for. But Yidin, traditionally, every push of the Yid, quote unquote, passed very well. If that's the Nisayan, then you pass. The fact that you didn't survive is not a kasha. Here, it's a kasha, because if I'm expecting and I have to have a baby, we have to survive. And if we're going to bring them up Nechachim, we have to survive. So that's a very crucial message, understanding Min If they're sending you a message, the message isn't give up Hashem. Even when there's an Einish, it's here for our own good. It's a kapara. And we do when we dive, and it should be something we, could, we should be able to handle. Kosh gives everything bite-size because Hashem is giving it to us in order to pass. Otherwise, it's not an Isayan. And it's not a kapara. Misa could be a kapara, but if Hashem wants us to continue doing our veda, the Nisayan isn't to not survive. And that's crucial in understanding that message. And people take it the wrong way when they have simple fender benders on the way to a shear. You hear that all the time. I hope everybody got here unscathed. But uh, why do I have a fender bender? I'm going to shear. It must be I'm not meant to go to shear. So that's an extreme reaction. Maybe Hashem... Wanted to give you the schar right away. You got up early to go to a shear. So Hashem uh, gave you something that's relatively light compared to something else because of Yus Chusim. Yish is never in order. It's interpreting the message, what's my job here in this particular design, which happens 100 times a day, and how do I react and how do I not react? That's what she's telling Manayach. Manayach agreed. He says, you know, it's very frightening, but we can obviously handle it, and Hashem wants us to. That's the positive message. Drive carefully when you leave. Have a good day. I tried. I made it